Ahoy, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffle. This is your favourite fact podcast, back once again, bringing you an assortment of the most incredibly ridiculous, uh, notoriously strange things that we can find online. It's your job to decide whether they're pub ammo, whether it's worth telling your mates, or whether you should just sack it all off. My name is Dan. Connor is also here. Hey, how we doing? Now, if you follow the intriguing social media of Mark, who is also on the show from time to time, you will notice that Mark, a 30-year-old man, found himself in the Disneyland parade the other day. Yeah, absolutely. He's decided to go away to Disneyland and also leave his job half done. Ridiculous. Yeah, but he's got bigger things to do, like being a 30-year-old man, being actually in the Disneyland parade. You can decide whether that's something worth doing. It's up to you. Connor, how have you spent your time recently when you've not been in Disney parades? I've actually been prepping this episode wildly, you know, really putting my work at the very top of my list. Like, the the effort that I've put into these these facts this week are more than I've ever done because, you know, my job and what I do is number one, you know? So that's what I've been up to, yeah. There we go. The bitterness ends here, I promise. Thank you very much for being there. Thank you so much for uh, following, for streaming, for listening. We are going to bring you six facts this week. Uh, Your job, just... Listen, remember, or chuck it in the big bin of absolute nonsense knowledge. Mine are all about lotteries, drive-throughs and deaths. Connor, what's on your end? Give me a tease. We're going to do lots of animals today. I want to cover different areas of the animal kingdom. There you go. Stick around. It's a brand new episode of Baffled. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know what? No funny business. There will be funny stuff on the podcast, hopefully, but we're going to get straight to it. It's business time as usual. Connor, give us your first fact of the show. Okay, we're going to start with bees, Dan, because, uh, you know, bees, they make the world go round. Obviously, you being as well vegan, I know that bees play a huge part in your life. Don't they? They do. They do. They generate a lot of, like, good foods, and they're really important well, in I'll the say, overall world. It doesn't matter if I'm you know, vegetarian or, or not. Bees are very important to everyone's food. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Let's just take that nonsense away and just accept that bees are just really important things in in the world um did you know that they actually have very different color vision than humans which i think we could probably think they've probably got very different vision to us Mm. but so different in fact that bees can actually see actually see ultraviolet light which is a huge advantage to them 
because flowers reflect large amounts of ultraviolet light during the summer, during the, you know, the days of, of brightness. So therefore their eyes have adapted over the years and over like the time of bees evolving because they've evolved just like us. And uh, yeah, and they can actually see an ultraviolet study says. Uh, the thing with this is I know it's pretty good to be a human, right? We can have sentient thoughts, abstract ideas. We have emotions. We can converse. We can talk. We can do what we want. We can go to Disneyland. But I am, whenever I hear about di- what different animals can see, I'm consistently annoyed. seems like most like birds can see wind almost. It, it, like loads of animals can see loads of ridiculous colors that we couldn't even imagine. It just annoys me so much that our, and I'm colorblind to a degree. So it annoys me so much that our, our field of vision is so sh- well, absolutely. And I think the thing for me was always, it was very early on in my um, my time of being alive when I realised that apparently dogs see in black and white. I mean, that was that was something that I learned quite young. And I just never really understand how they actually work that out. Like I understand science, understanding the body and understanding how eyes work and things like that. But surely it's really yeah. hard to know how they actually see without them explaining to you how they actually see, right? Is that real or is that a wives tale? Like, I don't ever know. Like, people have said that to me before, but I've never actually figured out if it's true. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's as true as bees seen in ultraviolet. I'll put, I'll put that both on the same level of trueness, you know, but apparently it's true. I've done, I done research on this as well because I was a little bit like, how true does this go? There's plenty of articles on it, plenty of scientists that have backed this up. Apparently their eyes are also like super sensitive to blue and purple. So ultraviolet is kind of like a different enhancement of those colours to make it just easier for their eyes to be able to kind of accept that, you know? Even more annoyed about that. The colours that I most get confused are blue and purples. Can't can't tell yeah, you the difference. You're colourblind, aren't you? Yeah, with blues, purples and kind of greens, browns, I'm I'm in an absolute minefield of terror, if anything Oh, like brilliant. That. So so our logo is right up your street then. Yeah, I, 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 I promise you I could not name you. Well, I know that's a version of blue, but I couldn't name you. I, I always compare it a bit to dyslexia where yeah. I cannot figure it out. Like you can show me what turquoise is and a minute later I can't put turquoise on a, on a color chart. It's just like, it's like, when I was in school, I had color in like the sea purples or dark green. Like it was always, it was just shocking. How do you well, feel, Connor, that um, you've been very anti-nonsense science experiments at university and that? How do you feel about the usefulness of this, that uh, people are spending their time looking up whether bees can see in colours as we can. Well, it's absolutely bloody ridiculous, isn't it? But you have to get to a point, I think, with this podcast where you're on God knows how many bloody episodes where it's like, I have to enter this pool of just obscene ridiculousness because we're running out here. We're, we're coming <laughs> to the end of the poor facts. We've got to go into the world of nonsense facts. This is are that. We, this are is we, um, that. Are, are, you at, are we at that point now? Have you finally, like two years in, uh, uh, have you accepted that you know, things might not all be as straightforward as you'd like them to be. I think I've hit a point in the baffled world and the baffled journey where I have to just accept that we have to enter the science world and the studies world and the university's world and start to accept that there might be a little bit of truth in what they're doing. So that's what we've done here. Listen, before we crack on with my facts, I thought I would do um, a TikTok update. So we've got this TikTok channel. Uh, It's at Baffled Pod, I assume. And we're putting up like bite-sized facts. So just the facts, you get them. There's normally about one a day and they're going great guns, like thousands, hundreds of thousands of views in some case. And, and the follower count is rising rapidly. So if you're not part of it and if you're on TikTok and if you'd like a little bite-sized fact every day, if you'd like to see what we look like, see some of the guests we get, see inside our incredible studio, give us a follow on TikTok. And um, Connor, I know that you're, 
Well, if you listen to this show regularly, you'll know that occasionally Connor's actual interest in the facts that he's here to do is minimal. But I know you're very interested in how we're getting on TikTok. So, like, give me a give me give me some stats that don't make us sound naff and petty. I will say one thing. Yeah, I am very, very interested in the TikTok, but I I just make a request for anybody that is listening right now. If you are going to come over to the TikTok page and you're going to like, you're going to comment, you're going to follow, can you just back us up in the comments? Because a lot of the facts that we put on there, you've got people tagging their mates going, can you clarify for me? Is this true? It's true, right? We've said it. Wow. Just accept it. So a bit of that, please. A bit of backup. That'd be great. It's when like, So sticking yourself online like that, pretty much contextless, because you're listening to this now and you've got it in, I don't know, a 45-minute podcast. Today, there's only two of us, so we're lucky if we push to 15. But uh, <laughs> uh, on there, you just get like 40 seconds worth of fact and we just get rinsed. We just get absolutely rinsed. Oh, what does that Kevin De Bruyne look like mug doing? Uh, 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 uh. So please... If you are listening to oh, this, no. if you're part of the IBS, if you follow us on TikTok, please back us up. I just I just need to, before we move on, Dan, I'm the only one who hasn't received any hate yet. You've been compared to um, uh, Kevin De Bruyne, the Manchester City midfielder, and Mark has been called Specky. Yeah, so so far, so gonna do? I've, I've avoided, but I'm sure that's coming. Head size will be um, spoken about soon. <laughs> it is at Baffled Pod on TikTok. Variations of the theme. Type in Baffled Podcast, you'll find us there. Right, time for my first fact of the show. Have a guess, Connor, when the first national lottery here in the UK happened. Oh, first national, so this isn't Euros. Uh, got to be, oh, this is hard actually, because I, I don't know, did the, did the Euros come before the Euro Millions national? I would say maybe like 30 years ago. 1567 was when the very first national lottery was. It was issued by Queen Elizabeth I, who was on the throne at the time, the famous Virgin Queen. Now, at the time, England, we were expanding our empire. We were, we were looking to sell goods all around the world. So the, the, the crown needed that money to build ships with. Uh, tickets cost 10 shillings each, which is, I think about £100 in today's money. But your top, your top prize was only five grand, by the way. So you're not winning loads of money, but what you did get, uh, the first prize was an amazing £5,000. You would get that in plate, tapestries, linen cloth, ready money. So you're not even getting all of it in cash, but also ticket holders were promised freedom from arrest for all crimes other than murder, piracy, and treason. So you could do anything you want if you won the lottery, apart from kill someone have a go at the, or have a go at the Queen or be a pirate. At what point has that ever been passed? Honestly, how does that ever happen? I mean, I, I know we're know. in a completely different world. Like, we're so way back in that, like, diff- di- different life, different world. But I understand, you know, winning the bits and bobs that you need within your life. I think that's kind of cool. I think that's a bit different, whatever. You know, I understand that then it just changed to money, the lottery. But mm. how can you avoid, cr- like, crime and being law? I don't know. That's ridiculous. Well, I mean, no it's, it's, monopoly. it's just so it's- bad. It's a monopoly, isn't it, really? It's a, it's a get-out-of-jail-free card. Maybe the reason that you don't hear about any people that want it is because they scarpered as soon as they won that money. Did you hear about the couple the other day who won the Euromillions in Gloucestershire? So they woke up. Yeah, and it, the, yeah, the guy yeah. woke up and uh, had a text from Camelot, who ran the lottery and checked in. He said, oh, you've, got, uh, you've won. So he looks at it. Crack of dawn, wife isn't awake. He's next to her in bed. And he sees it. He reads it as you've won £184,000. A good sum of money. You know, they've just yeah. bought a new house. Wife runs a business. It's only when he then wakes up his missus who looks at it and then they realise they've won £184 million. 
It's ridiculous. I mean, and then they go public as well. That's one thing that I don't think I would I would be doing, especially if I was back in the 1500s. I would not go public. If well, I yeah. know that I am avoiding jail, I'm keeping that completely on the cuff, and then I just uh, I do little <laughs> crimes here and there, you know? I don't know. Right, I've got a few questions. One, I don't... I think that... I don't know much about it. I think they are advised to go public because... Otherwise, you just get the press hounding you out. And I don't think it's hard to find if suddenly John from down the road, <laughs> you know, his, his house has suddenly got four extra layers and he's got a fleet of Lamborghinis. I'd imagine it's probably quite obvious. Uh, I, I think you would get hounded in that situation. Um, oh, yeah. And also as well, I have to say, I think back in the 1500s, going to the press and going public, probably a little bit different to this day and age. I don't think going public really meant much then because yeah, how do you go public? Shouting out the window, isn't it? Well, listen, if you were that, if you won this lottery, you got your five grand, some in cash, some in plates and cloths, and you could do any crime as long as you're not killing anyone or having a go at the queen. What are you doing? What's your, what's your, what's your, you said you, you do little crimes. What are you doing? Well, no, so hold on a minute. So what is like the worst thing that I can probably get away with here? Well, I, I think so as long as you're not murder, felonies. Felonies is interesting because isn't that what a crime is? Anyway? So say murder, piracy. So you can't, you know, go around the seven seas nicking boats and treason yeah. so you can't have a go at the the, 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 the monarch or god uh, piracy can, as well like you can't copy your favourite film and set it is that piracy as well yeah I'm not sure if in 1567 DVD started with that thing that went you can never commit a crime you would never steal a handbag yeah. what are yeah. you doing <laughs> um, what am I doing I think I think I would I, I would probably um, I would probably do like a little bit of robbery yeah but, but, yeah, but give it I'll back. Be... Give it back just just because you can. Yeah, I would just do a little bit of robbery. Nothing, you know, that harms anybody, but just a little bit of robbery. I'll, I'll probably nick a couple of bits just to kind of get that adrenaline filled, you know. Little robbery, nothing much. Don't want to harm anyone, but I'd nick a few bits. It's like when footballers, it's always a story about a footballer nicking like a toilet seat from a hardware shop. Always. Well, exactly. like that, that, yeah. that's, what, that's what they steal. They don't steal anything of you or a donut. You know, it's ridiculous. And I would absolutely as well flog all of that shit gear that they give you, like your linen <laughs> cloths and your plates. That would be gone. I'd get rid of all of that. I'd get me cash money in my pocket. I don't need all that. I'd go to Sainsbury's and uh, only say I've got one croissant in my bag at self-service when I've actually got two or three. That's probably what I'd do. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah, the self-service in the 1500s as well. Yeah, I heard it was a very, very broken system. Yeah, you all do it. Uh, so the first lottery is back in 1567. Connor, give us your second fact of the show. I absolutely fell in love with this fact. I actually found this one on Reddit and the comments were fantastic. You can imagine where this went in the world of Reddit. Uh, the CIA spent nearly five years and $10 million to make a covert spy cat with implanted microphones to eavesdrop on the Soviets. Now, if you're a big baffled fan... You've probably heard a fact similar to this before about bats, where I think they were using bats as like bombs or, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, bat bombs. We've had bat bombs before. Bat bombs. Similar kind of concept to that, but the cat's actually a spy. So he's microphoned up. He's eavesdropping, he's, he's eavesdropping on the Soviets. Um, the worst bit, but kind of the funniest bit, kind of don't want to be animal cruelty here, but um, it was run over and killed by a car on its first oh. mission. Oh, so. So, yeah. I mean, 10, that is desperately sad. It's desperately yeah. sad for the cat, right? But it's like the fact they've spent so much money on the fact that on its very first mission, this has happened. Well, maybe that's because it's only trained to go into rooms and to eavesdrop. As soon as it's out in the public, in the wild, on the highway, it doesn't have a clue what it's doing. Trying to listen really closely to the rumbling of a truck. 
That's exactly it. I think this is exactly what's happened here. They've spent so much time and money into making this cat like this ultra cat, you know, this spy cat. They forgot about the basics. It happens with humans sometimes. You know, we put all of the effort into them being the great person that you kind of forget about the basics of just normal life. And I think that that's what's happened to the cat. Five years, $10 million, spy cat, can't cross the bloody road. First mission, that was it. Finished. (sighs) $10 $10 million as well. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, but I will say one thing on this. Bloody brilliant idea because cats are clever. Cats are very, but very they're, clever. Yeah, but they're, you they're, untra- they're almost untrainable. Like, I've got a cat and like, it doesn't do anything I want it to do. Yeah, your if, cat's if I, if, I, if I had a cat and I wanted it to be a spy, it's turning double agent as soon as someone offers it food. It is telling those Russians all of my secrets. Yeah, but the thing is with cats as well, they, they, they are kind of like, they're, they're very, um, like whenever I, I don't, look, I'm allergic to cats and I don't have a cat, but whenever cats are around, half the time you don't know they're bloody there, unless they're kittens. But a lot of these older cats that my friends have got, they're asleep like underneath yeah. the, 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 and I've got no idea that they're even there until accidentally you trip over them or, or they make me out or whatever. So they probably do a pretty good job as a spy. You wouldn't even know it's there. You wouldn't question it. It's a bloody cat. Yeah. I think it, and also in, you know, when you go on holiday, I imagine Russia's probably like this. You know, when you go on holiday and there's just stray cats everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of these, isn't it? Like, who, who's, who's going to pay attention to it? It's just another one of those stray cats and dogs. Do you know what I want to do? I want to just take you right now into the kind of seat and feet of the people that were in the CIA that had created this spy cat. What do you think was the first conversation or the first words that come out of their mouth? I think we've probably got a good imagination here. Five years. $10 million, CIA cat, and he gets knocked over by your Skoda that's driving down the M25. So can you honestly imagine the conversation in the office? I mean, they're like, bloody hell, no way, can't believe it. I just love, even before that, I love the idea that, the, that these things are so desperate for ideas. They're thinking, oh, come on, we need a brainwave. We need something to get up on the old Ruskies. What are we going to do? Two words, spy cat. I just like Spy cat. How I that? like it. Spy Cat. That definitely would have been the name as well. Spy Cat. You can already see the back page of the sun, can't you? Spy Cat killed by Honda. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a good Spy Cat 007 pun. Nothing's coming to me. We'll move on. Right, my second fact of the show. McDonald's first drive through opened in January of 1975 in Sierra Vista, Arizona. It wasn't glamorous. It was a bolt hole in the wall of the restaurant. And the reason it was so horrible was because it wasn't meant for the public at all. The first ever McDonald's drive-thru was opened just for soldiers. Just for soldiers. This is interesting because we have had a lot, and this is what I love about this, McDonald's drive-thru facts, haven't we? We had one about skiing, I think, where you had to ski up to it. when it was in like a... So only soldiers could go and eat there. So that was the idea. For free? Uh, well, no, not for free. So where this was is, is quite on the border between uh, America and Mexico. So you had a lot of soldiers there at Fort Huachua Huachua in, 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 in a fort, basically, in a garrison by the border. Uh, rules stated that uh, soldiers can't wear their uniform out in public properly. So McDonald's were losing a lot of revenue. So the guy who ran it back then, the restaurant manager, David Rich, thought, bam, what can we do? 
let's get them to come in in their cars. So we opened the first drive-through so they wouldn't need to leave their cars and be seen in public. I, You know, I can understand the incentive behind it, but I've just got to throw it out there. And this is somebody who suffers with, obviously, you know, the bad IBS, the bad gut and the raging indigestion. If I was a soldier and I'm on, you know, I'm on mission, I'm on foot, I'm working, the last thing that I need in my system is a McDonald's, mate. I am telling you now, that would ruin me. That's it, I'm finished. Job done, mission over. That's it. (laughs) I wonder when IBS first became like a thing. As in, you know, people had it all the time, but they just didn't call it specifically IBS. Way back in the day, I'm telling you now, you're, you're go, you can go way back to even Adam and Eve, mate. They definitely had the shits at some stage. No <laughs> doubt about it. They wouldn't know it was IBS. They had the squits, though, 100%. Of course they did. What, eating apples, does that set you off? Apples are a nightmare for me. Yeah, apples, blueberries, they don't really do anything. Kiwis make me mouth itch. It's all a nightmare, really. Yeah, kiwis make my mouth itch, actually. Yeah. I can't, yeah, I can't eat the, quite a lot of fruit because of that. But that's the thing, right? Surely. You go, you go as far back as you want. Everyone had the shits, and I'm sure that when the first drive-through happened, they were squatting everywhere. Poor soldiers. What a nightmare, yeah. though. Come on. If you're sat in your car, though, imagine it might be a sedentary job. Although, apparently, apparently they even said that uh, these soldiers spent most of their time chasing bandits and revolutionaries back across the Mexican border. Right. Um, so, yeah, so, hold on a minute. The last thing that you need in your system is a double water and cheese, mate. Come on. Like, you'd at least, like, I don't know, have like a bit of a greengrocer's or something that's going to try and help them with their job be better. A Mac Shack is not the way to go if you're chasing Mexicans. What about stodgy food? Do they need something to bung them up? What, a load of bread? Would that help? No, just stay well clear. Mate, honestly, right, I had a McDonald's Friday night. And I'm still recovering. Like, it's been bad news and it's been two days. Why did you have it, though, if you knew it was going to do this? Because I was pissed and I was just excited and I had 18 nuggets, a double cheeseburger, a large fries, a full-fat Coke and about eight dips, and I'm still in horrendous pain. Uh, Yeah, that might not be because you've got IBS. It might be because of the sheer amount of food you've eaten. Yeah, yeah, I know. It was 18 nuggets as well. I ordered the 20, but this really random weird fella come over and asked for two, and I was way too scared to say no, so he had two of me nuggets. When I was at university, I had the sh- you had the student card which let you get uh, like a free cheeseburger or so or a McFlurry. I would eat mm. big old McDonald's share box with a Big Mac meal, and then you get the free thing like the free McFlurry, and you wonder why you're fat and your skin's all over the place. What a nightmare! Do you know what? You know what as well, it's like I think you had to go vegetarian, didn't you, or vegan? Because you had definitely had your fair share of meats. It, it, like, you had to. Yeah. It wasn't even good meat as well. I was very idi- uh, stupid about this stuff, and I didn't know anything. So I would just eat, like, the ultra-processed just garbage. And I, I, I mean, I don't, I, I'm not a great vegetarian now, as in I, I don't eat meat, but I eat a lot of the processed crap, you know, corn stuff. So I'm, I'm really not doing a good job. It's just not, not as fatty, Which- I guess. Well, there we go then. You can put yourself in our shoes. As a soldier, what is the last thing you're going to want? Come on, processed meat, mate. Absolutely terrible news. Yeah, those, those chicken selects and that smoky barbecue sauce was fantastic. Hello, sorry to interrupt your podcast. We didn't do that. It's just been magically done for us. We do a podcast, which I think you might like if you like this podcast. Our podcast is called The A to Z of Men with me, Chris Brooks. And me, Scott Robinson. And what's the podcast about, Scott? I mean, what we're doing really is giving you an insight, a delve into the male mind. We're going through the alphabet letter by letter. I submit a word. 
Chris submits a word and we battle it out to see what word goes into the A to Z of men. And you can get us wherever you get your podcast from. Just search for the A to Z of men. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Listen, just before we crack on with our third and final round of facts today, because Mark's on his holidays, uh, it's not just TikTok you can get us on. We're on YouTube as well. So search for Baffled Podcast there. It's also info at baffledpod.com if you want to get in touch. And we've got the uh, the brand new merch line. Have you seen any of this, Con? Oh, mate. I don't want to even comment on it. I know that Mark was definitely the one who's behind the merchandise. We need to sell it. We need to sell it. I'll tell you what. If you get onto baffledpod.com, it takes you to loads of our links. So find a merch store on there. If you, uh, if you actually deep it as well a minute, Dan, we set this up, don't we? Like we're running some sort of international flying ship here. We've got merchandise on tap. We've got an official website. We've got a TikTok getting over 100k views. And here we go with our third O's. These in Disneyland having a f- toffee apple. <laughs> I mean, we've just waffled on for about 40 minutes of what gives you the s***. So I don't think we want to talk. If you go on there, you <laughs> click on buy baffled merchandise takes you to a lovely little website where you can see all of the stuff that you can uh, get that lets other supporters know that you are in the club. One, baffled socks. Fantastic. My personal favourite is the baffled all-over print unisex tee, unisex tee. It is, it, so it's a t-shirt, it's got baffled on the sleeves and it's, again, colourblind. It's orange, pink and blue. Who'd have thought those colours work together? But I tell you, they do. It's fantastic. Baffledpod.com. Go and find yourself some merch. It's coming up to Father's Day all over the world. What a brilliant thing. You can get yourself a water bottle. Perfect for keeping hydrated through the summer. Absolutely. I'll tell you what. If your 50-year-old dad called Trev isn't opening up his Father's Day present and going, I always wanted a pair of baffled socks, what's wrong with him? (laughs) Trev. Trev. Right. Last facts of the show. Uh, take it away, Connor boy. We've covered the animal kingdom. We've done bees. We've done spy cats. Now we're doing farts. 
So one of the most popular flatulence-related marine biology facts on the overall internet, as stated by Reddit themselves, this is one of the very, very best. They claim that the diameter of a single bubble of flatulence produced by a blue whale can be large enough to put a horse in it. Do you know what I was thinking about then? When you started to get into this fact, I thought we were going to get into the fact which I said, which is one of the best ones on TikTok, of manatees control their buoyancy by farting. But no, uh, blue whales' farts can fit in... uh, The bubbles that blue whales make through their farts underwater can fit in a horse. Absolutely. So what we all got to do right now is we've got to relate. Put yourself in your bathtub, right? Relate! Sunday evening bath. Yep, relate. How are you relating to this? Oi, hey, hey, listeners out there in Listenerville, remember that time you made a fart so big that it fit in a shire horse? Yeah, well, hold on, right? It's Sunday evening, nine o'clock. You've you've binged your Stranger Things season four. You're in the bath. You have that fart, that little bubble that comes up that does kind of stink when it pops at the top of the service. If you're like me and you've had a McDonald's on a Friday night, stinks. That thing there, from a wow, will fit a horse in it, a a full-size horse, a big horse as well, fully uh, aged horse. So the thing with this is... Or a Volkswagen, but when they said Volkswagen on the, on the fact, I didn't know what model of car they meant, so I went mm. for horse. Maybe they meant the Tiguan. The thing with this is, as a fact, it's not a surprise. They're the biggest animals in the world. Of course, they're going to be able to fit in horses. Uh, of course, they're going to make a lot of air, which can fit, make big bubbles that make horses. Like, is that it's a, a yeah. surprise? No, it, no, I, I, I agree. But the thing that sort of concerns me a little bit about this is that they live in the sea and, mm. you know, on the sea are, are boats. So mm. there's got to be an account of a, of a sunken boat that's come from a fart <laughs> of a wow. It'll just, just pop up to the surface, won't it? Yeah, but when that bloody thing explodes, if you're accidentally going over it in your dinghy, you're going to go absolutely flying. I don't think that's how it works, mate. Also, uh, you talked about farting in the bath. Do you know one of the greatest sensations is? This might sound disgusting, so bear with it. Please do not tell me that we're going back to the fact that you share bath water with your mum and you fart I don't anymore. And she's got in it. I don't anymore. Right. I've not for about 12 years. You know when you're... 12, you're how so- old are you? Well, I'm 30. I probably did it... 18? Well, maybe bits and pieces. 18? Yeah, Sharing get- bath water with your mum at 18? I didn't get a lot. I didn't, I, did, I didn't, you know, I didn't have a lot of girlfriends <laughs> until I was 18. And then oh, I found one and thought, right, I'm, <laughs> I'm not taking any more chances. So... You know when you're, you're sat in the bath and you've got your legs out and you kind of squeeze them together? And then yeah. I enjoy when you pop out a little fart and it runs down the back of your leg. You ever have that and it kind of pops up by your feet? I have never had that, but I've got to do it. Do it. Next, see, uh, Adam, who, who's producing the show, he's nodding. And it kind of, you feel it run down under your legs as it escapes up to the air. It's a really great sensation. Creative farting, we'll call that. Creative bath farts. There we go. <laughs> Blue whales trump so much gas you can fit in. Family show. Family uh, show here. We offer something for everyone. Is it a family show? Black Beauty? We don't have any kids merch at bafflepod.com. I don't know. Perfect for your dad's mm. father's day, though. Hey, dad, you know that podcast where they waffled on about farting in the bath for about five minutes? Uh, last fact of the show. Uh, it's all about a Viking who's uh, someone he killed, came back to haunt him. So, Sigurd was Sigurd the Mighty, Connor. He led the Vikings to war against northern Scotland. This was in the late 800s. Now, when he killed one particular uh, leader of the area, male Brigd, uh, the Bucktoothed, he took the head off male Brigd and put it on his ship. 
He defeated the, 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 the Northern Scots. He defeated this clan. He was going to show everyone. The problem is... Who's this? So, 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 Asselwolf has killed Bucktooth. Yeah. So, right. Bucktooth. What do you reckon this guy yeah. had? A dodgy tooth. A massive tooth. Right. So, he put his head on the ship. When he was getting onto the ship, the tooth scratched his leg uh, and it infected him and the guy died. Mate. The pestilence from the rotting head infected one of Sigurd's wounds that he got from the bucktooth from that dead head and the infection, no one really knows what it was. It was an infection and it killed him. So this beaten Scott came back to have his revenge on the very Viking that killed him. When, when is this? The late 800s? 872. So how many years ago is that? Well, we're in 2022, so it's 1,300 years. Do you think that that detailed story, quite heavily detailed story there, is definitely the truth there? Because that sounds ballistic to me. I don't understand how that can be qualified as actually happened. Well, the history of the Earls of Orkney, which was an account of the area's history, uh, written in the early 13th century. So it's written about 500 years after, but, but they would have taken it from local recollections, stuff that had been written down. But you have to remember what we know about that type of history, apart from uh, remains that we found, would mm. be through first-hand accounts that maybe have been passed down and passed down and passed down. But, you know, fact as much as I can find it, Sigurd killed Briggs, Briggs Bucktooth, cut Sigurd while he was getting on the boat, gave him an infection, and he died. Lose, lose how? all round, really. I can't wrap my head around as well how he's cut his leg on a bucktooth of a head, which is on the boat. I mean, where is it? Where is his leg? I, I'm trying to just see this in well, my maybe, head as to how this has happened. Maybe he was climbing over it. Maybe it was just like rattling around. What a nightmare. I mean, you would be fuming, wouldn't you? Like, oh, you'd be just dead. absolute, mm. like, just such piracy. Is he a pirate? Is he maybe? Well, I guess. What's in, what, I always think with these kind of things. At the time, these people were just like you and me. Maybe they didn't yeah. have a, you know, a moderately successful podcast, but you know they were living their life. And as you say, Check what a name. nightmare! You look down, you just you just conquered this land. You're going back yeah, to where yeah. you've come from, and you think, oh, Christ alive, what's happened? Do you reckon they had a pretty decent supply of old merch as well, like a couple of socks and all the Viking stuff or whatever. Well, you can still get Viking merch now, can't you? You know the old yeah. hats with the horns on them, the old long ships. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just think, because she's well. Could have been the first account of the of the name Bucktooth being given to somebody, maybe. Yeah, Bucktooth. Maybe. Yeah. I always think that you know you were talking about how much can you believe this kind of stuff because it was way back when. Hmm. Uh, so this was yeah, one thousand three hundred years ago. If you envision one thousand three hundred years into the future of this, the year thirteen hundred and the year thirty three hundred, for instance, they're going to know everything because they'll have all our bloody podcasts. So, you know, yeah. they will be talking about in the future that all people, you know, in the 21st century had the never they had a McDonald's. That's, you Absolutely. are laying down history yep. here. And they are going to, those people that are alive way in the future, they're going to travel to what is a place like where the Mona Lisa is. They're going to pay a lot of money to go. They're going to see a frame. And inside that frame is going to be a single baffled sock. And it's going to be the history the greatest podcast that ever lived. Well, thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Baffled. What have we learned? Well, cats make terrible spies. Also, 
The very first McDonald's drive-thru was open for soldiers who couldn't get out of their cars. And a 30-year-old man has been in the Disneyland parade without a, 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 Absolutely. A, without a child with him. A full yeah, family a mark, of actual adults. And Mark, if you're listening, mate, over in Florida, get your ass on, pal. Yeah, it's time for work. It's info at baffleboard.com if you want to get involved. You can actually find every single thing that we do all the YouTube videos, all the TikTok, the contact form, the merch is at baffledpod.com. Head on over, get yourself an eye, your dad a nice Father's Day present. Get yourself a nice treat. I don't know, it's been payday within a week. It's, I think it might be payday today for some people. Imagine that kind of, imagine getting paid like a, like a monthly salary and not dicking around on podcasts to try and make a living. My word. We will see you next week with, we hope, a full contingent of the baffled boys in your ears making all the noise Uh, say goodbye Com goodbye all and I will say goodbye as does Brigadier the Bucktooth until then bye bye imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.